Alright, give it a, the old 3, 2, 1. Damn, son! Welcome to the Space Cadets Pod, episode 22, and we are back in an online setting, unfortunately. Melbourne has re-entered stage three lockdown. Things are arguably we're worse back than... We're back in ISO. Yeah. Things are arguably worse than they were originally. Uh, hey, Justin. What is uh, What do you think is worse? Well, the number of cases... About the second had, we, ISO. We had 280 yes. cases today. Melbourne's in a shambles. And uh yeah, just a, like just like every other country in the world. I mean there's a lot there's a lot more people who are worse off than us still. But uh we're certainly not New Zealand. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the so, parts per million or whatever, you know, the, the amount of people with covid compared to the total population might not be so bad compared to other parts of the world uh <coughs> USA. <coughs> But um, yeah, it's still it's still really. Didn't Trump just say that it was uh they're doing great and great work, guys? Pat on the back. Oh really? I don't know. <laughs> I think he's a bit deluded. I don't know if um, Trump saying things are going well is <laughs> very indicative of uh, them actually being. No, being that's good, the point. They're definitely not. Um, well, let's see what their what their cases are like. They need Kanye for president. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye will save it. Save us, uh, save us all. Someone um, put out a tweet in like 2016, like, man, can't wait for Kanye to be president in four years' time. Imagine that. <laughs> do you reckon they'll just do it for a joke? Yeah, he like replied the to his The problem is he's not, he's not only got nothing to do with politics, he's also a complete out-of-control idiot. <laughs> so... What's, what's out-of-control yeah. about Kanye? I mean, he doesn't take his meds. He goes off... <laughs> Like, I, you know, like, do you want someone like that running a country? <laughs> it's more interesting. It's more exciting. Well, you know what? Why not? No, nah, the meds are just there. <laughs> Anything could happen. To control him, man. The meds are the government trying to control him and, and you know, make him He would be the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you'd be able to put a stop... To uh, the the uh, to the control by <laughs> the forcing control, people not yeah. to be controlled by the government. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, amazing. I, I don't know if uh, you would really consider the US to be doing excellent because they apparently just hit uh, nearly sixty thousand cases. Uh, yeah, obviously they're today. not doing excellent. They didn't they have don't they have like a quarter of the deaths worldwide caused by COVID nineteen or something like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, I'm just throwing out figures. Yeah, no, that sounds right. I mean, numbers. If if we're to if we're to like you know, um, forget for a minute that uh, China very well might have been lying about their numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how China is at the moment. I guess they're kind of back to business as usual, hey. I don't know. I mean, their factories are definitely back to business as usual. Yeah. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't be able to order any of these uh, these magical products that appear in the mail, right? What do you have? I, d- that I don't has know. Has been made I'm in just, China recently. I'm just saying, like you just order things on on Amazon. It's probably come from China one way or another, right? Yeah, I guess so. A lot of stuff's made in China. Yeah, they're like the factory of the world. So 
even if it's not, you know, tagged with. Did, did I they tell close you? down? Did they close down their factories and everything though? Yeah, there was um there was a major impact in the first quarter of this year. Mm. But right, yeah, I think they've basically stemmed. Which is pretty um pretty insane considering that everyone has probably started buying things on a line a lot more now that they have all this free time. Yeah. So they would have just been uh companies like pulling their hair out because they've got all this uh all this need for to to push stock and they didn't have don't have any stock to push. Yeah. Like this great opportunity and they can't sell anything because nothing's getting made. This is basically the death of small businesses who are trying to fight with like, you know, these, um, you know, the Walmarts of the world, <laughs> you know, the, the major, the major department stores, the major. I, I don't know if it's the death of small business, but like if you're not online at this point, you're pretty, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, Cause, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, unless you've built up, like, there's this... Still- it might be some sort of death of, like, in-person business. I, I know for for myself, I've definitely found... Because I, I never really online shopped before COVID, and now I do, and I've, I've just realized how much cheaper it is and easier, and I'm probably just going to keep doing it even after everything goes back to normal and not go out to a proper shop. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's better for the company because they're they've got less overheads. They don't have rent or anything like that. They can just sell their stuff online, and more people now are interested in doing that because they've given it a shot now. I should have know how it works. I should have been more specific when I said the death of small business because it's not really accurate. I, I, what I meant was the death of small retail businesses. Because, um, like, yeah, uh, retail's in trouble anyway with the internet. Yeah, they were in trouble anyway, sure. but now it's like you know this is like nail in the coffin stuff. Like where <laughs> where, yeah. where it's just like how could you possibly justify having a physical shop selling clothes? Um, like you know, with with no um, you know massive backing like from a from a large. Um, there is there are things. Um, like clothes and um, uh, shoes and guitars and, and just stuff yeah. you'd actually want to try before you buy. Yeah, actually, you kind of right. I was just thinking in a lot about of cases, that. or like see how it looks on you. But yeah, but you know, like clothes, online clothes stores are getting a lot better, and like the interface uh, that you go through sort of gives you a better idea. But you know, yeah, well, I think uh, it's it's a bit of trial and error, error and mucking around because you've got to you got to offer deli- like returns. Uh, easy returns and all that kind of thing if you're going to do clothes online. Yeah, yeah, returns would have to be a big thing because, you know, who's to say that, um, you know, that this this kind of shoe, you know, you, you've ordered a size 10 for this shoe, you know, but then, like, the manufacturer's made it in a certain way that's just not quite right for your feet yeah. sort of thing. Like, like too wide or too yeah, thin. Yeah, or... exactly. There's too many variables. Oh, my God. I was buying shoes the other day online and there's so many different um different types of classification of size depending on the country (laughs) it's so annoying to get your head around there's like there's a european which is kind of makes sense like european sizes are like the same for everyone man and woman it's Mm. just like a number from one to 60 or whatever it is i don't know well i got caught um, out by this before um when i when i picked up some some merchandise in uh in thailand even you know like 
Remember that yeah. T-shirt I got you that was like, who came Tiny. first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, that was, that was like a, a large. Shirt. That was like the largest thing they had in that shop, <laughs> and yet it was like yeah. it came out. On you did like, get it in Thailand though. They're not renowned for their size. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe I should have of human. You know, thought it thought ahead and been like, okay, I'm gonna have to deliberately buy things that are um, that are way bigger here. I, I just wasn't experienced with it at that point. Hey. Yeah. I don't know. I think you did good. I just, I, I just remembered that I actually, I got you a present in New Zealand, and, um, and I haven't given it to you yet because when I came back from New Zealand, I got quarantined for two weeks. Oh shit! I just completely forgot about it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Thanks. So, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, so you get. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to come collect it in six weeks' time. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you in six weeks. As if I'm going to remember in six weeks. I don't think you're ever going to get it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, if it's something useful, just like you know, <laughs> I've been. I've been putting on alarms for myself, um, like after the six weeks are over, so that I can remember to do stuff. Like if I have a good idea of something to do now, when I'm in ISO, I just put on an event or an alarm for six weeks from now to remind me to remind myself to go and do that thing. Yeah, and that's that's kind of fun. It's a good thing to do, like anyway, really. Keep you just looking yourself, towards the future. Yeah, just setting yourself. Like I've recently got into you know. Um, just organizing calendars and like it's just so useful to have just things that pop up on your phone like on different days you know saying like you know oh, don't forget about this thing being a thing and stuff like that because you, your memory like I swear to god you wake up in the morning you've got a completely clean slate you don't remember anything yeah. that you were thinking about that you know midnight the previous night no chance. Yeah. If you don't have it written down somewhere or have someone remind you or something like to to put it back in your mind again, like how is it ever going to get back in there? You know? Yeah. Oh, no, I do that. I do that every day. I write, before I go to bed, I write a list of things that I'm doing the next day because otherwise I wake up and then for an hour and an hour and a half, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm actually meant to be doing because I'm just completely dazed <laughs> and frazzled. Like I'm, I'm yeah. terrible in the morning. No, so now I've got, I've got... I've got my lists and I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm even blocking my time out now. Um, just, it's a good way to, to see how you actually spend your time is you, you could just go through a day like regularly, like how you'd normally do it. And then you write down how long everything takes. Like, don't be honest with yourself. Like if you watch like two hours of YouTube, whatever, just write it down. And then like, you can look at that at the end of the week and see like how you spend your time, where you'd like to like redistribute your time. And then, uh, and then start like sort of focusing in more on like how long you spend on certain tasks, how long you spend entertaining yourself, eating, you know, you're wise beyond your, all that kind of thing. You, you are wise beyond your years because that's like, uh, you know, these, these really awesome principles, um, that I, I, I keep hearing work wonders that I, that I continuously fail to implement properly into my life to, uh, <laughs> to take, well, take if you already, if you already write yourself notes to do like the next day of things to do the next day. This is how I sort of worked it in, right, was I was like, well, you know, it's going to be pretty hard for me to do this because I'm I'm not very good at organization, but I already write myself these lists. Why don't I just put time limits on the tasks that I have to do and uh, allocate them, like, times during the day? So it's just like like another extra little step to my little list that I write for myself. I also put uh, times on it when I'm going to do that thing. 100%. Yeah. Um, it's going pretty well. You could even take it a step further and and start journaling about what happened that day, 
and like you know just just let your let your mind wander with like you know things that are you know relevant to you at that at that particular time and then going back and looking at previous journal entries would also um you know become an integral part of that you know um professional growth cycle yeah well just just sort of like that transparency between you and your time because obviously it's cut like the memory is is a really uh unpredictable sort of unreliable fickle. resource fickle resource you're not like when you think about what you do during the day it's not very accurate if because you sort of think about it in, emo, in an emotional way and it seems like events that happened in the day were bigger than they actually were and all that kind of thing so to really actually just break it down how long did this take how long did that take whatever you know it's a much more practical way to think about it yeah no 100 percent um and I think like people think that maybe that'll make them stress out about their time, but I think it's going to like ease my mind a little bit because um, otherwise I get to the end of the day, I feel like I haven't done enough. But, you know, if I've got it written there in front of me, what I actually did and I know that I couldn't have possibly done any more today, you know, then I'll be more okay with that. Yeah, no, true. And sleep better. Because you can beat yourself up about it like one way or another if, you're, if, you, if you've got no timelines on anything, you kind of just like... I've got all this shit I got to do. You just got this epic list of all these things that you have to that you have to get done. You're like, when am I going to get them done? I got to get them done immediately. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not how it works. Like you, you're gonna have yeah. to spend time on these tasks. So if you can be honest with yourself about how much time those things are going to take, and um, actually yeah. just planning it out um, properly, like it helps everyone because it, it, it. And if you're like, you know, you you you've got these tasks to do for people. You know, um, you got clients. You got, um, you know bosses, whatever, you know, you can be honest with them about like how long it's going to take for you to do certain things. Um, oh yeah. Big time. Cause like leeway. estimating is extremely difficult. Like knowing how long something's going to take. And that's bitten me in the ass many a time as I'm sure it has with everyone. Yeah. You know, thinking something's going to take a day and then you end up spending a week on it, you know? Yeah. Cause you've got no frame of reference for how long that's actually going to take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it, it comes with the uncertainty of knowing like how how big the task actually is and how deep you need to go on it to you know to complete it to their satisfaction, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's all important stuff. I think. Um, yeah, and sort of like a skill you need to sort of cope with the structure of society, because. Um, yeah. Or at least so you don't have to think about society oppressing you too much, you know. You can you can put it in your notebook and then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Are you a victim of oppression? To... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who isn't? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no you're right. It's, it's, yeah. it, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on in society constantly and to, you know, to keep to keep up with all of that, you know. Yeah, you, you, so everything you do is definitely like a function of like how you're coping with the the societal structure you're born into, and like how you're dealing with that. Yeah. So uh, you can either deal with it um, with the tools that are given to you and everyone else, and give yourself the advantage, or you can send yourself into a um, into a spiral, like I've definitely done in the past. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, constantly, um, constantly chasing your, chasing your tail, 
staying up to all hours. I mean, maybe you still do stay up to all hours, but at least it's like scheduled in there now. Like, you know, okay, I'm going to be working from 1am to 2am on this particular. Well, that's, that's the other thing. I, you gotta, you gotta be honest about that too. I, I you know, I'm like, I'll, I'll know that I'm going to go to bed at two and then I feel a little bit better about it when I do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think, yeah. But- <laughs> so are you still a night owl even through all this productivity? Um, yeah, I guess so. Or are you less of a light, less of a night out now? Because I remember when we were living together, you were up until like 3am, 4am most nights. I can't really do that anymore. I'm a bit, I think I'm getting too old for that. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It takes a toll on you for sure. Yeah. No, I feel that for sure. Like that's, but that's the uni is, wasn't, that's, that's just uni, like that's what everyone did at uni, is, right? I feel like that's a uni thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah because i'm like that now too I, I i can't i can't go past a certain a certain time if i've actually you know been working def- all day. after a certain time you definitely get really useless yeah especially like, with what, what what's the point know? do you just what, at what point do you decide like it's better off that i just go to bed right now and wake up and just do it in the morning because i'm gonna be so much better <laughs> you know yeah no it's 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 true um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. Like, it was especially funny when we, uh, when we were studying architecture together and we'd be up all night making these models, uh, with this, like, oh, probably really, really toxic super glue. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it just gets worse and worse. Like I was seeing in purple at one point, like, you know, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> There was some. There was some definitely questionable. There um, was some crazy nights in we architecture were, that we were doing. Yeah, um, like M- <laughs> how much has that MDF? permanently damaged us? That uh, that super glue. That's what I want to know. There was the super glue, <laughs> but there was also like, do you remember that time we had some um, some MD? Was it MDF? Like that wood? Yeah, medium density fiberboard, and you're it. not meant to cut it at all. Yeah. Right. Or you can with a mask on or something. I don't know. Yeah, but we were ripping, we were ripping through this thing with a jigsaw, trying to smash out a model. Yeah, pretty uh, much for the for the next day or something, and just being in the shed with all these like, I, I guess that why is it toxic? Is it because it's sort of like all these part wood particles are glued together, and that becomes airborne, and then you're in trouble because you're not really meant to inhale glue. Kind of the same sort of situation. Uh, I'm just gonna Google. MDF toxic. Oh, it's because of formaldehyde. I know it has some special. Yeah, formaldehyde. That's right. Formaldehyde yes. is a known carcinogenic toxin emitted from particle board and wood panel products, including the popular medium density fiberboard known as MDF. Yeah. So yeah, basically. So if you're um, wondering why we we're that good at our mask use, um, <laughs> we definitely didn't have yeah. N- N95 masks ready to go. Uh, so, so that might rear its head at some point in the form of cancer. Who knows it ha- if it hasn't reared its head already? You know, like maybe we can thank uh, um, insane, insanely ridiculous podcasts. Uh, we can we can thank uh, the MDF for our insanely ridiculous podcasts and um, well, everything you, else. That you we mean do. you mean because we've been maybe permanently affected. <laughs> in a, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if this is, uh, if if that's a bad thing though. If we're being more, uh, you know, no, I mean, there's positives to everything. So you know, maybe we just ended up insane, and now we're, uh, 
now we're uh, just rolling with that. Well, maybe we're There's not reaching we our do. full potential uh, because of all this <laughs> carcinogenic uh, <laughs> stuff that's going on. In well, that's a, that's a dangerous thought path. I think that thought path in itself is a lot more uh, detrimental to sort of how you perform as a human than uh, the last, than the yeah. actual, whatever you're thinking is actually no, you're afflicted right. you. You're right, because you don't want to, you don't want to like get into this mindset that well, I've got this particular ailment, um, so so that justifies me not being um, as good yeah. as I could be. Yeah, no, you're well, like, right. That oh, is totally I've, toxic. I've ruined my life, but like, yeah, no, you saying you've ruined your life is far more, is far more uh, ruinous. Uh, Ruining, ruining, ruinous, <laughs> ruining, <laughs> ruinous, ruinous than, uh, than actually, yeah, ruinous. than actually whatever it is that you think has ruined your life. So yeah, no, you're right. Keep, keep at it. Cause you're saying oh, I've, I've ruined my life. Like your life has already happened, man. You're speaking to me. You're still alive. <laughs> you're ruining <laughs> your life. You mean, because you're still doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, that's damn. the thing. If you're like a, if you're like a, you know, uh, even even if you're like I don't know, fifty something. If you say that you you've ruined your life, like it doesn't make any sense. You've still got another thirty years to live on average. <laughs> like yeah, right. That's like that's like my entire lifetime. Like <laughs> more than my entire lifetime. So, mm. you know, what could you do with that time? Like. Plenty of things if you put your mind to it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, have you heard of Alan Watts? I have. And um, yeah, so he he sort of describes life, and because uh, a lot of people like to describe life as a journey, and he says um, that's a terrible way to think about your life. It's not something that you start and that is the middle and then you finish. You know, because if you if you work your entire life to get to the end goal, you've effectively wasted your entire life because you haven't enjoyed the moment and what you've been doing at the time. You know, he's, he sort of like uses it in, in, the, in the example of like someone who has a job that they hate, but they just keep doing it and they keep doing it until they get to the point where they can retire and finally live their life. But the joke was that they their whole life, that was that was their life that they were just like wasting away trying to get to that end point. Like, yeah. that end point doesn't exist very, for anyone. Very common, yeah, very common kind of like theme, like motif um, that you yeah. see in all these, especially in kind of like a like a Buddhist kind of uh, atmosphere or yeah. ideology. Yeah, that's why it's like there's such a strong um, strong word against um, doing a job that you actively hate. It's like, why are you putting yourself through that? You're spending a third of your time doing that. So why would you, why would you subject yourself to it? You know? Yeah. I, and yeah. I mean, it's it's it makes sense though. Like, I think people people get that, but they get it too late. They get it like I was talking to this guy when I was in Thailand. I was I was on a beach, um, getting extremely sunburnt, uh, like in the waves, and this guy was talking to me, um, and he's like, man. I'm retired now and I'm I'm having a good time and he's he was like I think I think he was like 70 or something and he's like I'm having a good time but like man I wish I could have just retired when I was young and worked when I was old cuz like I'm I'm struggling now like my body's aching you know yeah like you couldn't I'm work in trouble in that state. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I know. So, like, you know, how do you deal with that? I don't know. You can't really deal with that, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's got to pay some kind of board to, to be on this earth or else they'll be, you know... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's upon, one way so. to think of it. That just, like, that's the price you pay for living in such an advanced uh, society is that you do your... Depending on your country that you live in and how much they expect you to actually work australia's pretty bad in the work-life balance regard you I, don't, know? I don't think there's That's great meaning you... in living your entire life like you're on a holiday like that like that dude was you know in his retirement kind of thing you know what i mean like if he, yeah. if he actually i mean that's just that, an example said, like you know like obviously you want to get your satisfaction from more than just that but it sounded like to me that he was sort of regretting uh what he'd done in his life like his work life wasn't meaningful and sort of he's he's just ended up retired but you know is it uh, also is it impossible to avoid regret completely like i don't think it is no probably not there's always going to be if you if you dig for it you're going to find something that you regret um so this is like where the whole like no regrets thing comes from it's like well (laughs) what what's what's the point in spending all this time and energy thinking about how much you regret something when you could be you know putting that time towards you know rectifying it so to speak by actually doing something that you don't regret yeah and i think that comes down to uh, well at least for me is just sort of like every now and then just sort of like change what i'm doing just do something a little bit different because like the it's not so much like the things you do that are uh like make you feel terrible it's just if you do them a long time if you keep doing the same thing over and over again uh you're not going to enjoy it. it doesn't matter what it is so um, I think the key is, you know, whenever I've changed something or done something different in my life, it's always been positive and enjoyable. And like, that's just, just like, keep, keep uh, trying new things and trying to do different things. Yeah. hundred percent. So did you, um, did you hear about all this, uh, all this stuff with JK Rowling? No. What's, oh. what's JK up to? It's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild stuff. Like she's, she's being like absolutely attacked right now online like just a whole bunch of people calling her like a transphobe and fucking all this shit it's crazy really yeah yeah she's basically what is she doing now that is like surely she's said her piece is she still like writing books or making comments or something what's going on yeah she's made her billions of dollars like is she doing anything else or <laughs> yeah well i mean she i don't know she's basically just starting fights with people on twitter basically hey <laughs> oh, yeah, i guess that's what everyone does when they get a billion dollars <laughs> yeah yeah exactly why not right no, she's she's got some she's got some points like she's she's basically like I, I think uh one of the things that started it all off was her basically saying um well the only people who can menstruate are women <laughs> which Alrighty. is which is not exactly. I, I, I didn't think that that would be like such a controversial thing, but uh, forget about like every little subgenre of whoever uh, dresses up in whatever way that they want to. I don't care. But like, just res- just respect everyone. Like, I wouldn't walk into a park and find someone and like, based on how they look, say something to be mean to them because of like how they look like that's how everyone should approach the situation what's what's so hard about that yeah you know like we could argue forever about um categories and types of people and like oh i identify as a frog you know like i don't (laughs) care i'm just gonna be nice i don't care what you identify as i'm just gonna be nice to you and move on like you know yeah no (laughs) what's the big deal 
that is that is pretty much that is pretty much it. I just don't understand like these arguments that people get into on the internet that they would obviously not get into in yeah. person with someone. Yeah, it's who's that, getting into that... this conversation in person? It's so crazy. No one's gonna. Uh, I don't know. Like I some people weird. would obviously I feel weird and like bring those... it up on this podcast. You know, <laughs> those those like some people would get into this like argument uh, with people in public and like that's that's they're the real problem you know people i don't know it's it just seems ridiculous to me that this the the internet kind of creates these divisions between people for it's kind of like sport really isn't it it it's is not, it is become a bit it's of not sport. productive like people pick their side and then they just sort mm. of like battle it out it's and like everything gets very wall. politicized as well where it becomes this thing where it's like okay well this has been established as you know the left wing side of the story and this has been established as the right wing side of the story so if you say something that opposes something from this side of it that means that you're instantly on that other side of it and that's not that's not how any of this works like this this it's called nuance people <laughs> yeah know? like you can social um like social interaction is nuanced anyway yeah you know the whole the whole thing about um being part of like a, a culture and a society is that you're you're no one's ever going to like effectively communicate 100 percent with their peers but like you're trying to bridge the gap you're trying to get closer to that point where you uh think you're on the same wavelength as another person yeah and you know the the, the closer you are like the more like uh yeah it's important to be like sensitive about these issues and everything but you know like people aren't sensitive about these issues on the internet you know that's not the way to convince someone of something or to come to an agreement being abrasive it just doesn't really work yeah no uh, yeah yeah it's 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 really it's really tough because it's it's like you know on the internet it's just you're you're just reading the text for it like there's no <laughs> there's no emotion I mean, like you can yeah you can read emotion into text but it's it's not the same as actually looking at someone face to face and you know kind of you, know, you have a lot more incentive to want to see that person's side of the story when when that's the case when you're actually with someone as opposed to just reading yeah. their words you know what i mean because you you just dive right into your personality on the internet you're like bam like take this like if you're just out in public you run into someone like i'm more worried about just like managing to have like a single conversation with them about like the weather or something you know like so that you it does you, you don't have that build up of like getting to know someone first before you completely tear them down mm. Mm. so i don't i don't really know where we're getting at with this but basically um the internet breeds a lot of contempt for no real reason twitter, like a lot of people twitter does sit, a lot of people I'm just sitting twitter. around sitting around on their couch getting angry <laughs> good on you <ya. laughs> hey i got i've been sucked in too man i've been i've been sucked into i know this. you have i know hey, you have you, you're terrible. the kind of <laughs> <laughs> why why am i why am i here getting getting mad about this stuff like it's it's simple just like log off you know maybe i'm maybe i'm a culprit too maybe i'm getting mad about people getting mad but just like calm down for fuck's sake <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's uh it's a it's a fair point it's a fair point there's plenty of useful things worth arguing about that it feels like we can't be arguing about though you know where it, 
like I said, like with for, issues for getting true. with issues getting politicized. Like I've, I've, I'm starting to feel it with with coronavirus. You know, like you, you can't actually, you know, lay down a you know an idea of like what could be done about it without it immediately being seen as oh well that means you're you know a liberal or a conservative or a this or a that like you know mm. it's it's ba- it's basically like if you think there's you know, already everything like the should boxes. be shut up like you know everything should shut up shop and close down completely kind of thing like that means you're left wing and if you think that everything should be completely open that means you're right wing kind of thing it's like this you know if you if you suggest anything in one direction or the other you know, you'll instantly have people assuming that that means you're of that political yeah. persuasion, which is really dangerous because it means we're not actually discussing the real issue at, at bay anymore, which is kind of turning this into, you know, a shit fight, which is what a lot of um, political discussion has become recently anyway. And it's definitely because of, like, the polarisation of the internet. Like, I know in my case... In ma- on many occasions have I like had I've started I've, I've heard about something like I've, I've started having my thoughts about it like what I think about it and then I get on the internet I find like the media sources that I tend generally get information from and like suddenly my opinion sort of swayed and I just sort of start falling into this box of this opinion that's sort of been uh, labeled and crafted and given to me on a silver platter like there's not so much like there's less thinking for yourself there's less yeah. time in, in between like, I don't know how th- things used to work. You get the newspaper. There's less time in between you going to get the newspaper. Like, the newspaper's a click away. Any any information that you like, that you generally associate with, is, like, is right there at your fingertips. And you just take that and you pretty much go with that a lot more easily than you would have in the past. Yeah. There's no discussion with your friends. Like, you don't even have time to go to the pub and talk to your friends about it, see how they think about it. You've just got... You've got the uh the channels that you associate with and agree with right there one click away you don't have to think you're done yeah so yeah and then and then if you do start getting into that conversation out there in public you know you can very quickly find that it's like oh hang on a minute there's like (laughs) you know me and this person are on completely opposite sides of this particular thing (laughs) this isn't gonna go well you know and, and then so you just like avoid the conversation completely so that you don't have to deal with the uncomfortability of disagreeing with someone. It's like... Yeah, I mean, I've definitely avoided... I don't know if that's just sort of part of becoming an adult, but like if someone says something you disagree with, I usually just shut up. Like it's not worth... Yeah. Uh, you know, getting Fighting into every that. Every single like person you come across. Especially, <laughs> and, and I think it's sort of what you were talking about, like especially with these like really hot issues. Like it feels like... They're, they're issues that it feels like if you discuss with someone, you could ruin your relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's ridiculous because, I that mean, really, it just comes down it? to opinions. At the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, it's just opinions. Like, what, what does it really matter, you know? Yeah. It's all just words. It's not going to affect, like, you know, your ability. Like, it shouldn't. It shouldn't affect your ability to work with that person. Like, when what you're working with is completely separate to the issue that you've just discussed, you know? It shouldn't affect your ability to, you know party with that person, whatever it is that you're doing with that person, going to bloody yoga class, you know, any, anything, it shouldn't affect that, you know, considering the topic is so niche from that, you know, uh, but, but yet you, you can't help but feel like it will, it will just completely, you know, come down like a deck of cards and they'll, they'll talk to, 
other people about how that's your view and therefore you should be avoided for it and shit like this. Like, no yeah. thanks. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard. Just... Yeah. Just people talking about that kind of thing is like, you steer clear of those people though. Like yeah. Who want to, who want to like ostracize you because of your views. Um, I don't know. It's also like, it's all on a scale. Cause like, yeah, why wouldn't you ostracize someone who's like a neo-Nazi or something? But you know, <laughs> yeah. like I think it's gotten far too passive. There's, there's far too little going wrong in a Western society where you're like a, a privileged person in that instance. And you're, and you're just getting bored and like making these issues out of non-issues basically. And making that, the the uh the marker because you've only got reference of your own life to pit it against so you're 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 sort of like these the thresholds a lot smaller now because of how comfortable because of how comfortable your life is and because of you know all this it's almost like the pandemic's made it worse as well i i i i i I, I tend to agree with your line of thinking where it's like well humans just have nothing better to do so they're just going to argue about this this shit now kind of thing because we're not actually facing any imminent danger in our lives anymore uh, but now we've got this pandemic, so it's kind of like, well, actually, there's some real things going on in our in our world right now. And yet, you know, yeah. I guess everyone just being stuck inside constantly has just arguably made it worse. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, being inside, like not seeing people, does something weird to you, dude. And it's sort of like, you know, I, I sort of felt that as a kid, adults were very different. And uh, I'm sort of starting to become those adults now that I used to see and I can see like how people get set in their ways and you know you live your entire life in your consciousness in your mind and uh you just sort of you just get because you have to decide on some sort of personality you have to get some sort of concrete foundation for who you think you are quote unquote and um yeah it just ends up being like a little bit hard to it's a little bit harder to deal with when you run into someone else because you're not as forgiving you've got you know it's hard to break down that barrier and some people yeah. do it well, but you know, I think for the, for the normal, for the average person and like society pushes you in this direction where you, you end up with your house that you don't leave and you, you know, you, as you get older, you basically just stay at your house more and you buy bigger and bigger blocks of land and bigger houses that you can just insulate, like everyone's trying to insulate themselves from the outside world and every other human being with money. It's, it seems like, and it's kind of a negative way of looking at it, I guess, because money yeah. can do good things. And well, there's no community you know, in that. And uh, we've, we've discussed that element to it before. Like, you know, you, you actually need to have like a a support structure around you to be mentally healthy. Like, you know, uh, people that you're actively seeing all the time, just because, you know. Um, yeah. And you don't get that if you're like going to be the only person in a giant mansion in a in a large plot of land in a gated community where the next person across wants you know, <laughs> as little to do with you as you obviously do with them, considering that you've both got, like, these giant walls between you, like, <laughs> mm. or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Because, yeah, you sort of just end up, um, I don't know. Being isolation... Separate- being, yeah, yeah, being isolated. Less aware of like the people around you, but more aware of what everyone's thinking about in the world. And it's it's kind of you know, it's it, it helps. It's it's easy in the short term to stay at home, um, 
and to not talk to people uh, in the real world and just stay online. Like that's 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 kind of like what we were talking about the other pod where it was like sh- what you do in the short term isn't necessarily better or healthier for you in the long term. And it might be easier, but you just do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one because like how, how much of it is, um, you know, cult, like where does that culturally come from? Like the, the, the will to isolate yourself. Like you hear it actually like even in like, um, in like hip hop, for instance, like you'll hear people talk about how, you know, they went from having, you know, family, like legit family, like, you know, in their, in their cul-de-sac, you know, um, you know, people, they just like, you know, we're entirely like, you know, I'd die for you, bro, kind of stuff. Um, you know, and I, I I don't know, maybe it's cause there, there was actually a bit of, um, deadly violence going on and stuff that, that actually builds up that bond stronger. But like, you know, you have these rappers who then go from that being in the projects from being in the, you know, those situations to, you know, I've got all this money and they get themselves completely insulated, like we were just saying. Um, and and they find themselves like just slip into this terrible depression where they're like, what the fuck? I've got like no no one around me anymore kind of thing, you know? I mean, yeah. sure, maybe they're getting um, friends over all the time and, you know, partying or whatever, um, you know, in that house. Um, but that's got its own, you know, pitfalls. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that people just sort of naturally gravitate towards that because, I mean, as as they as people get older, they're sort of stuck more so in their own head um, than they ever were. Every day, you're sort of you sort of realize how how much you are just uh, there there for yourself all the time, and there's not much else going on, um, like not much else, but you know. Um, so it's sort of it's sort of like you get you care less about what people think of you, and you just sort of start doing your own thing, and then it's just sort of it just sort of snowballs from that point, doesn't it? And like that, and because now we do have the uh, the society that allows us to insulate ourselves and put ourselves away in these little boxes, like we go and do that to ourselves because that's the easier thing to do. Whereas like in the past, you couldn't probably do that in a if you lived in the forest and, you know, the only food source was yada yada and you had to talk to people to work as a team to get to that. But we're at this point now, we don't have to even have to see each other to work. Like with um, with uh, this COVID situation, I'm sure a lot of businesses have realized it's easier, cheaper to work online and people don't even have to see each other. And it's just, it's just efficient. Like, you know, you don't have to pay for rent or anything like that, like we were talking about. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not a good uh, trajectory, wouldn't I don't it, think. Wouldn't it be safer? To have people around you like what if you had like a heart attack or something you know you're just living by yourself in some massive house like no one's gonna hear you screaming you what know? do you mean you don't have a you don't have <laughs> one of the new uh microsoft watches that tells you when you're having a heart attack and calls the, the ambulance <laughs> automatically for you like you don't have to have people around you and um and it and it's it's like good in the short term but it kind of sucks i think you should force yourself to have people around you I don't even For think sure. it's good in the short term. Like, if you're an extrovert, especially, it's like you need to yeah. talk to people. I mean, constantly. I mean, I guess. But like, it's it is nice to have your own space, isn't it? Yeah, of, oh, like, of course. You, 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 yeah, yeah. So have I mean, but that's yeah. that's yeah, and like everyone thinks that it's nice to have my own space. But that's the that's the starting point of that idea that you just sort of want to, you know. Like that. That's what snowballing. That thought that it would be. Oh, I'd be nice to have my own space. Like I'm old enough now. 
yeah. I deserve. I, I deserve see, I to have a bigger saying. room or whatever. And then that's what becomes, you know, you're by yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you're basically just like taking taking the idea of I need my own space, aka your room, and, and applying it to I need my own space as in my own like, yeah, that- you know, a whole bunch of acreage, you know, like, with this mega house on <laughs> it with, like, you know, no one around other than, like, you know, the people who um, <laughs> who help out around the house yeah. that I pay, you know, it's like, and well... That- that's what's worrying about this COVID situation is I don't think people are born introverts or extroverts. You know, it's not a type of person. It's something you become accustomed to. You like you come become used to having your own house, your own room, and like at this point now, it's sort of your own head. You know, because there's like no nothing going on. So like, what's that going to do to people? You probably come out of probably come out of this situation with a lot more introverts than we went into this situation with. Is what I would imagine. Yeah, interesting. Like. Uh people adapt to become you know whatever their whatever their conditions are so uh to fit into whatever their conditions are i should say so mm. why wouldn't why wouldn't that mean that by forcing everyone to be inside constantly mean that everyone becomes more introverted that's actually that's actually an interesting point i think i think it's bound to happen to be honest but like and and because it's hard for people to remember and and it's happened to me i like forget i'm like i like being by myself you know i could i could enjoy this and but you've forgotten about like you know the last time you went out with your friends and you come home and it's just like a rush like you feel so much better mm. after spending time with people and uh and you're like oh i can't remember feeling like this you know this is this is really great but like the, the human memory is terrible it's like that thing with taking notes you never take notes about what makes you feel good you only take notes about what you have to get done Mm. So, so yeah. you don't really have anything to go back to. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, I think uh, I think we'll have to leave it at that. Hey, just a little, a little yep. short one for our. Uh, we gave you a long, a long boy last time, so short one for our loyal listeners. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in once again. I hope you enjoyed this intense debate about pretty much anything we could think of on the spot at the time. <laughs> It's always it's always a pleasure. And we'll definitely have another one for you next week. So Sick. You heard stay, it here first. Look look after yourselves while while we're all uh, locking down, hunkering down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we here in Melbourne, uh um, but if you're if you're anywhere else literally anywhere else in Australia, you're probably just like just got some shun and fruit right now. <laughs> yeah, my my sister sent me a picture of her like snowboarding in New Zealand right now. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> oh my god! Like the whole oh. the whole world's burning. The whole world's burning, and like New Zealand's just having a party. <laughs> Basically, they did good. <laughs> Dude, what the hell? You have no idea how much I want to ski in New Zealand now after hearing that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if if Australia gets their shit together, New Zealand's probably the first place we'll be able to go. So, okay. fingers crossed. <laughs> uh. What a nightmare. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll speak to you. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. <laughs> Catch you, guys. Ciao. Space Death Podcast.